Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming Your Hot Podcast. You got it right. Episode <laughs> 6, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm Jesse and I'm here with Joe. What's happening? And uh, this is going to be a show that's the second half of SHOT Show 2023. Um, last episode we covered what was basically the um, media day at the range, and that's essentially all we talked about. Um, this is going to be just... Pretty much everything we did after Monday, so um, like Tuesday through Thursday, like Tuesday through Wednesday for Joe, and um, yeah, so um, before we get started, um, we have glasses of ice and a drink here that uh, I wouldn't have without the um, professional help, and uh, uh, basically, uh, I don't know, somebody who... Came through clutch. Um, Alan Lau from uh, Chris Crew. Um, I had to hit him up because uh, to kind of fast forward a little bit, uh, I entered a a raffle that you had to qualify for, but you had to participate in like a live demonstration, which we get into. And in that demonstration, I got to enter my name, and they ended up drawing my name on Friday when I had already left. Um, so I called him because he was still there at the show um, working. And uh, he ended up picking up this uh, bottle of bourbon on my behalf. And then he ended up uh, meeting us in Cerritos this uh, last weekend um, at uh, Joe's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament and handed it off to me. Um, he had you know, he drove like an hour because he lives in Irvine, so that was pretty cool. And we will be covering the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament in uh, episode 7. So, um, without further ado... So excited. Get this shit. We just have plastic. Uh, fucking house is devoid of alcohol at this point. Really? Are you like trying to quit or what? No, not at all. Um, no, fuck. Uh, my whole last week has been <laughs> COVID. Dude, you know, so you, round two. when you hit me up and you're like, oh, dude, I have COVID, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm feeling sick too. Like, I probably have fucking COVID. We've just been in the car and fucking oh, yeah. out together in a building just For stacked sure. full of people. Well, and I think when you hit me up and we're like, oh, yeah, I have COVID, I, not only did I go to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament with you, I had also gone to a concert at the Hollywood Palladium in Salt Bush on Sunday. So I was like, oh, fuck, I was in contact with two different groups. So I mean, me, I fucking definitely probably have it if you have it. I took two tests. Both came back negative. Um, uh, but I still felt like shit. Dude, I took three days off last week because I felt awful. I was, uh, I was sitting here. I was sitting in the meeting Tuesday. Dude, I went to Jiu-Jitsu in the morning. Fucking had my 8 o'clock meeting. About 8.45, dude. My fucking... My motor just went... <laughs> <laughs> that I was just me, like, too. I Tuesday just, is when it crashed. See, dude. Monday, I didn't feel... I felt eh. And then Tuesday, it just... I tanked. I sound like that old cartoon speed buggy. I was like... <laughs> we got sick at, like, the same fucking time. Yeah, dude. I mean, so... Went home and spent the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. So here's... Fucking sick. This is what we got. It's, uh... It's called <laughs> Brothers Juan... <laughs> Straight bourbon whiskey, hand-selected batch, um, 80 proof. Um, let's see, it says, distilled and crafted in the tradition of all the great bourbons. And then on the back, it looks like wherever uh, this uh, company got it from, they spent 68 bucks on, on this bottle. And I'm trying to peel off the, the tag because it's got like a little story on the back. It says, uh, let's see, um, our brotherhood has led us right here with all of you, uh, honoring the distilling traditions of classic American bourbon. We carefully selected a four-grain mash bill of corn, rye, wheat, and barley. Our spirit is then skillfully cut in the perfectly charred uh, virgin white oak barrels, aged slowly and well, creating the flavors and aromas that make our bourbon a perfectly balanced expression. Life is about experiences. We crafted this hand-selected bourbon in hopes that you may strengthen bonds with new and old. Reminisce, share, and enjoy all that there is to offer. Cheers, Ian and Paul. So thank you, Ian and Paul. I'm going to break this fucking seal. When are you going to tell them how you won this? Is that, that going to come up chronologically? You're going to kind of come up as we start talking about some shit. I like that. <clears throat> Right, there you go, buddy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
I like to have it on the rocks. Here's the little lid. Oh, we'll have you pour there. Um, ugh, got it. You got it? Yep. My brother, and it, it's called uh, Brother's Brother Bond. Bond. So it's for my brother. Yep. Pretty smooth. Yeah, dude. It's yeah, very caramel. Like it. Caramely. I like that. Mm. Yeah, I'm always I'm always looking for that first like <laughs> trying to get some hair on your chest. Like, like when you're when you're fucking uh, siphoning gas, you're like <laughs> There's always that first drink of bourbon, dude. And that that's nice and smooth, almost like one of the um, the flavored ones, dude. Like is that smooth? It's even smoother when it's free. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, dude. Shit. So uh um, let's see. So Tuesday, um, you wanna you wanna get into that? Tuesday, yeah. So first day of shot show. Um, we uh, when we get separated. I don't remember, dude. But we were separated. For oh, I remember. How, day. I remember. How. Um, because we didn't talk about Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do we want to talk about Monday night. Not really. Um. But we played beer pong. I remember at some point buying uh Hey Felipe! You want screwdriver? Yeah man, screwdriver sounds good. Thirty seven dollars for screwdriver. Yeah. And then uh, drinking just random beer the rest of the night. Playing beer pong, getting smoke. I, I I literally did not win a single fucking round of, of beer pong. <laughs> How many did I win that night? Uh, everyone you played against me, I know that. <laughs> and um I remember at some point just saying something to Jesse like, um Dude, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to walk back to my room, and, and luckily Felipe, who am I, teased mercilessly the entire fucking time we're there. I don't know how small like, he was. Yeah, dude, it's like, bro, do you, have you ever been to the gym? Just, just, just totally fucking with him. Yeah. But, oh. <laughs> he walked me back to the hotel room, which is good, because I would never have fucking made it. And I mean, we were literally a, a Vegas block away. No way in hell. Yeah. You were toasted, dude. Oh, you went dude. hard. I, you were like, we never go out. Fucking let's go. We're like, yeah, but I was, shots, 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 no. shots. No. Dude, you had shots? those fucking little single shot things. <laughs> we drank some of those when we were in the room, and then... Oh, 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 yeah. We're yeah. slamming them, dude. And then, like, we were drinking them in the fucking elevator in the hallway, and you're like, pussies, like two, come on. And two, two or three. But, like, two or three going down in the elevator, yeah. and then we're ordering the mixed drinks, and then we're drinking the fucking beer, beer, yeah. beer, beer, beer. Dude, and I think that's what it was. It was just, like, a bunch of okay. And it just hits you, like, it was one minute, like, you're like, <laughs> and the next and minute you're sick. like, the next minute you're like, oh, Jesse, you don't think I'm good. Dude, I've been <laughs> sick the week before. Oh, my so God. So, you know, I hadn't been drinking, and I've been pretty, you know, pretty good about drinking. Man, you hit me like a Fucking truck, man. Yeah. That was the worst hangover. So that's how we got separated. <laughs> I finally brought myself back to life. And uh, I'm like, I got to take everything out to my truck. I only stay one night. And I got in my truck and I sat down and like leaned across the street of the seat. And I had like my blankets. I brought extra blankets and shit like that to the hotel because I, I wasn't sure if I was sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And I just bumped up on the blankets and went to sleep in my truck for like oh, two yeah. hours. I, <laughs> I took a nap in my truck in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and even me, me and Felipe were like, where the fuck is he, dude? He said he was going to his truck. He said he was going to his truck. I'll say this. So, like, I found my way to the shot show. And uh, I was trying to find Tim Kennedy because he was at the uh, USCCA booth, mm-hmm. which is who runs shot show, um, kind of doing, like, the opening to it. And... I was on the entire wrong side of it. I would really love to see Tim Kennedy, you know, and um, kind of went looking for him and, and just left left our hotel and went that way. Just kind of wandered around SHOT Show and, like, went to places I've never been in SHOT Show before, like, outside. Yeah. And it was kind of, it was actually kind of fun doing part of the SHOT Show by yourself because you can just sort of explore at your own pace, which is kind of, I don't know. I mean, I recommend it for everyone. Especially if you can be there for, like, five days, like, just take a day to wander around by yourself or, you know, half a day or something like that before you hook up with your buddies. Well, it's really easy to kind of, like, lose your buddy and, like, you got to check and, like, wrangle people together. Which way do you want to go? Where are we going here? Oh, yeah, yeah so I'm talking here. I'm so, gonna, I, I mean, it, far. you definitely have less drag when you're just trying it's to It's just kind of nice, dude. It's like, it's, like, it's like going shopping on your own or going shopping with your wife, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going to be peaceful. You already know what you're going in there for, right? <laughs> you don't want to walk down every aisle. <laughs> and some people want to see all the shit that you don't want to see. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it gets annoying, but we're like, what the fuck is this for? You end up clicking up with us probably, like, 
by mid afternoon, yeah, kind of was like already like one. Yeah. I mean, we're in communications, and it's like, we, come here, and I'm like, we're in a meeting at eight point, I think. Because yeah. I think the first yeah. raffle was like at 11. I'm like, dude, you need to come to the fucking raffle. Dude, it was like a fucking documentary, Finding Bigfoot. Because I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm walking around, and I'm like, where are you guys? And you're like, I'm at the uh, Glock booth. Hi, Birdie. I'm at the Glock booth. And I'm like, fuck, I see the Glock booth. And, you know, I get like distracted, and I get there 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm walking around the booth, and I'm like, John fucking Lou, what's up? Talking to John Lou. Oh, hey, I just ran into Jesse like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then I talked to somebody else. I, I swear to God, it went like this. I walk over and I go to uh, Chris Vector. Yeah. And Alan's like, oh, hey, I just ran into Jesse like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Dude, everybody had just run into you 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and then I, I, fuck, I swear to God, oh, I ran into Scott. He's all, Dude, I just saw Jesse a couple minutes ago. It yeah. was like finding Bigfoot. I'm like, I think these people are fucking with me. Yeah. Like I was in Appalachia or something. Well, I was, I was sleeping. I was like, all right, we're going to hit all these places real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was hilarious, though, because I wasn't looking for Chris Vector. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't looking for anything. <laughs> I was on the same fucking path as you. I don't know how that's possible. It's something that's I, like, if you've never been to the, uh, a giant trade show, or the world's biggest trade show. Yeah. <laughs> you have no understanding the immensity of shot show, dude. It's fucking huge. I, it, it's like, I don't even know, man. Multiple I mean, different I, floors. I've been I've been to a... I mean, know, if you think about the first floor that has those rooms that are off to the side, then you have the other one where you enter that one large room mm-hmm. that has the cafeteria in it and shit. Oh, right. And like, right. then you have like the two big open floors on the top like level. The main, main, The main, main, main area. But now you have the fucking... Bridge to take you to Caesar side. Oh yeah, and it's like you just can double it. Yeah, and, it, and like to understand what like <laughs> I would call the main floor were Beretta and uh, there's some companies there that I'm like, wow, these are that big, like Hornet and Wesson, M and P, Daniel Defense, yeah, like yeah, the sponsors of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Daniel Defense is fucking huge, right? I didn't know it was that big, but you go in and and you see these these exhibits like the Glock booth, dude. I mean, the Glock booth must be on a footprint of. Five thousand square feet. I mean, it would. It would, you could probably put four of my houses, the footprint of my my house, mm-hmm. in the the Glock area. You know, like the entire house, dude. And uh, and then they'll have like two and three story fucking venues, and you'll see the businessmen going up making deals on the third floor bar and shit. Like it's crazy the shit that they bring and build at these things. Just I, every time I go there, I'm, I'm just blown away by the immensity of everything. Man. Like, you know, you see a uh, if you saw a, a fucking uh, Abrams tank in the middle of it, you'd be like, yeah, no, you'd be like, makes sense. Well, think about all the fucking uh, armor that there was on the I, outside of uh, Caesar's. Yeah, they had all the different oh, civilian dude. armor, and that was the first thing. Yeah, I the went civilian through. armor was pretty tricked out. The like the uh, they weren't Resvani, but they were much better than Resvani. Mm. But uh, yeah, dude, it was pretty badass. What was the dog? What are you doing? Um, yeah, dude, it was bad. And that was the first thing I discovered was the stuff outside was, oh, was the, funny the armored vehicles. Is outside the armored vehicles, I noticed that people were going up to this table uh, that was like, um, uh, what the fuck was it called? Like, like something live, like range live or some shit like that. And this company, they uh, had like training, like sea trains, mm-hmm. like a uh, Indoor ranges and stuff like that with like screens and shit, but it shot like real ammo or whatever. Oh shit! Like it was like it was like a fucking straight up, um, like legit fucking sure, indoor right? range. They were really cool looking, and I guess they had some that like were set up like for scenario shit. But those ones were like, oh, you can't go into this one. It's like government, like you got to have vetting or whatever. Oh shit! But um, when I went up there, this guy's like, oh, um, has anybody vetted you guys? And I'm like, no, I actually, just came over here because I saw all these people checking in. I just want to know what you guys are doing. And he's like, uh, they're shooting guns. And I'm like, he's all, you want to do that? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, all right, just sign this waiver. And he goes in, blah, blah, blah. I'll we'll sign anything, over Vegas. Oh, dude. They handed the, hand us the waiver, sure. signed it, Felipe signed it, and we go over. And then the... So this, this is this is not first day. This is a couple days. This is like a couple days in, yeah. like two days in. And But the thing was is... I guess certain people had been vetted ahead of time to go in there, and we just kind of walked in. The guy's like, well, yeah, I don't see why not. So he lets us in, and then one person's like, oh, hold on a second. Like, they're media. And we're like, 
uh, is that not okay? And they're like, I don't, I don't know if we're ready for media to be here. <laughs> like, seriously, because I guess they had a bunch of... We won't talk about it. Yeah, they had a bunch of fucking, uh, um, like, actual industry people in there, like, for something else. And they're like, uh, should we let them in? And I'm like, I just want to shoot guns. Did you open your wallet up? And be like, uh, you could. Dude, and they were just like, <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead. It's cool. Oh, like, yeah. So we got in there, and then we went to one C train. Felipe Juan was over this one C train, but there's like a like a curtain between these two C trains, and we're walking over to it, and like two guys like, "Oh, hold on, kids, you're going on that side, bro." With fucking like earpieces, come over and they're like, Ugh, "Who vetted you? Like, who 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 did you talk to? Where are you going?" Like they were fucking like serious as fuck, and we're like, "Uh, they just what could be that serious in a shooting?" Match? I don't fucking know, dude. But laser like, guns. It was it was these some, motherfuckers have laser guns, dude. Yeah, dude, it was some shit. But like they're like. Uh, no, no, no. The, the, the place Star-Lord. They're like, the range you're gonna go to is over here. So we go over there, we wait like 20 minutes, and evident, like, you know, we're shooting like full auto in there, and like dumping magazines, but they're like, oh, unfortunately, when you go in there, you're only gonna be able to shoot in like, maybe semi or like a quick burst, because everybody else who was going before us was all dumping their fucking ammo, and the barrel was too fucking hot. It was, <laughs> they're like, uh, so when you grab the gun, it might be kind of hot. What was it? Um, it, it was like, it was an AR. It was an AR, but um, <coughs> it was it was fucking cool, dude. Like the inside of it was all Gucci looking. Like it had like wood flooring and like it was fucking wow, like oh, dude. So they had like some crazy backstop shit in there. It was yeah, it was fucking cool, dude. I'm like, so how doing, much like, does one of these cost? Well, the thing was is like for this thing, like it was narrow enough that it's only like basically like for a single or double lane range. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. To me, as good of a concept as it is, and as cool as it was to be in there and like see how set up this fucking thing was and what it was capable of, is this thing seems so expensive that like we're a smaller agency would probably benefit from something like that Never to like have it. a couple of people go in there and qualify, and then it, right. t- it doesn't take up a lot of space. An agency of uh, that's that small is not going to be able to afford a luxury like that, right. and then a bigger agency would be able to afford a luxury like that, but then it's not really practical because they could, they have they're too big of an probably. agency that the, the range is too small. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it seems like yeah, a really yeah, niche thing. Or scale. Like governments, like maybe training like small special teams or something. See, that like, seems like something that somebody would buy on their own or build on their own and put it on a semi-bed. Yeah. And take it to, you know... <laughs> the portability Paducah, of it is what's crazy. Paducah PD, you know, yeah. throw that motherfucker up on the truck, put a ladder up to it and be like, all right, here's, you know... Right. It, it's, it was a really cool concept. I had fun shooting the fucking guns. Yeah. The people were totally fucking chill. And uh, wow. they let us fucking do it. Like, like what the fuck was this? about the, the, the armor? Well, so, like, we know what armor was? Uh-huh. And then there was, like, just the open fucking concrete shot show logo. Yeah. There was a bunch of sea trains that were kind of, like, fenced. Like, they were fenced okay. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Oh, okay. Because there was, like, food, over that table. food downstairs. Yeah. And then there, there was a big white tent where you could go in and actually buy stuff at Shot Show. Yeah, like, this area, like, you just look to the right, and you're oh. looking at the fucking carousel. Oh, okay. So, behind, behind all the trailers, the big, like, off-roading trailers mm-hmm. and shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we just walked up, and apparently they pre-vetted people. And then, I guess, because there were people who were no-shows and stuff, they're just like, oh, yeah, come, come in. So, it was pretty cool. Cool. Well, I was, and we're just walking in there being nosy. We just walked up like we were supposed to be there, and they're just well, like, what are you here for? That's the thing. It's like, yeah. curiosity's, you know, I mean, you're not going to get in trouble unless yeah. you do something stupid, so might as well fuck They're it. like, have you been drinking? And what's crazy is me and Felipe had not been drinking. That was like, holy shit. Was we like were going to walk in the morning. No, it was like, it was like noon. Oh, shit. It was like noon. Like, it was, it was a, like, I think what it was is we got so hammered the day before. Mm-hmm. We're like, mm, let's kind of like lay off on fucking drinking until later. Our liver needed a tiny rest. Like, fuck. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was pretty yeah, cool. That night we was, you guys were pumping the line down. Fuck. Yeah, so it was that first night, right? It was the, yeah. the it was, um, so the first night, like, after we recovered from Monday night. And it was Tuesday night, and we kind of like that's when we went to dinner. Hit all of these, you know, different fucking places. Yeah, we um, last year Joe had wanted to go to Batista's Hole in the Wall, and then we kind of fucked it off. This restaurant in Vegas. We kind of fucked it off and ended up seeing like White Castle or something. Fuck. Which um, not. Yeah. (laughs) What was funny is I think Monday night I think we had a shitload of White Castle because we were so hammered, and I'm pretty sure they gave us the rum. You, you, well, that's why you got so fucked up. Yeah, that's what it was. Cause you like, got so fucked I didn't, up. I hadn't eaten all day. And you didn't want to eat this. And then I didn't want to eat it because I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to walk over and go get something to eat, like that hamburger. But we ate inside. it, and I'm pretty sure and it then, gave us all bubble guts. I, I, we, we had, had diarrhea like that, dude. I started drinking, 
and forgot to eat. It made me so sick. I don't want to eat there next time I go. Oh, dude, White Castle is disgusting. Yeah. It, well, now it is. Like I, I'd always had a good time there, and this time it was terrible, dude. It's all <laughs> disgusting. Remember yeah. the video you made like five years ago? <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. Oh my god, <laughs> so bad. But um, no. So that was cool, but. We go to Batista's Hole in the Wall. We've got these reservations for, like, right at opening. We were there. A shitload of Thank other people God, were there. Dude. But we got right in. Why? And, um, dude, the, like, everything's, like, 40 or 50 bucks, but it's totally worth it. It wasn't even 40 or 50 bucks, dude. The whole meal is $29 for, like, for what I got. Like, uh, what I got was, like, 45 Well, because you, yeah, you, you, plus you got, like, extra shit and stuff. Well, I did. I, it was, like. And um, they only have a couple things on the menu. And like you, you, this is the twenty nine dollar category. This I got the chicken Alfredo. Category. The chicken Alfredo was like thirty five, forty bucks. And then I got an order of the meatballs. And the meatballs were like ten, twelve dollars. But like when you order the food, like like you were saying, there's no menu. The, it's on the wall. It's on the fucking wall. Like in a restaurant on the wall. Yeah, well, that was the menu Ooh, I was looking at and referring to. It's fucking cool. It's like though. a dark ass old Italian. All these restaurant. photos of like, all these famous people that have been there, like over the past. Hundred years or some like shit, old school waiter and shit like mm-hmm. that. I thought he was gonna be gruff. And oh, he was cool, he was totally cool. And his service was amazing. Like, yeah, because he's like, ask for nothing. He's one of those old school guys, man. How yeah. many, how many plate, how many plates of fucking garlic bread did he bring? Dude, he <laughs> brought a shitload. Every time we were like, I only had one garlic bread left. He bought a whole new thing. Oh, dude. And um, the thing that's cool is like it has it. The dinners come with a big fucking um, tariff of like white wine and red wine. Yeah. The red was good. The yeah. white was excellent. You can you you can drink as much wine. You could order more. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, they br- they bring you. Which I think entire... we actually drink fairly responsible. We finished yeah. both bottles yeah. of the wine, but I we didn't like go as crazy. And they bring you the red wine's cold. Oh, it's... and that was the first time I saw Juan drink. Oh yeah, Juan yeah, actually tried the red. Yeah, yeah, and it's cold wine. So if you if you've ever been to like fast restaurant here, basically the same thing. But it's funny because they don't bring you a wine glass. They bring you like the world's smallest little like these cups that we're drinking out of, but they're like a quarter of the size of this. Yeah, there's something awesome about drinking wine out of that. Like it feels like you're drinking espresso or something, man. It's just old school, man. Yeah, if you if you go to Vegas, Batista's Hole in the Wall right behind the Flamingo, it's the oldest restaurant in Vegas, and it just it feels like dude, some gangsters have eaten there for sure, right? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what it feels like, dude. You walk in and you're like, yeah, man, this feels like it has some history to it. It's pretty fucking chill, dude. I I, I enjoyed it. The ambiance was really good. Actually, the price point I thought was reasonable because the service was so excellent. The, and uh, the, everything the portions tastes, don't look great. Everything big, tastes good. The portions the meatballs were amazing. The chicken alfredo. The was meatballs bomb. you hit them with a fork and they fall apart. You're like, well, how does that happen? I, I was sharing the meatballs. Everyone's like, oh yeah, it's a fucking good meatball. Uh, that's why I got. That's I'm all over here like doing like some for. fucking like wedding singer shit. I'm all, oh meatball, that's a good meatball. <laughs> like, uh, dude, that's that's the one thing I always like. We've tried to go to. I've tried to go there like the last four years. And like during the pandemic, and you know, they don't open well, you tried to do a reservation the day before when we were all fucked up, but like we couldn't yeah. get reservations because it was already booked up. Yeah, well, like, plus I tried to get it for six dude, people. When so. we entered into the building, when uh, when we got there to check in on Tuesday, they already had a sign that said sold out. The whole evening was already fucking sold out. Yeah, dude, we made reservations like two hours before. We, got, yeah. we just got lucky, man. But yeah, that's right. It's it's really, I mean, for shock. I, I definitely want to eat there every time I go now. It was good. Nice, dude. Like, I love when you when you love something so much, and you take somebody else there, and they love it as much as you do. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the, like getting people to AMS or something. Like yeah, it's quality shit. Yeah, dude. And it's really not that much, dude. I, th- I think like meatballs is dude, meatballs honestly, is twenty five bucks and quality garlic bread. Mm-hmm. All you can drink wine, but the bread is fantastic. It's it wasn't like some bullshit, bread. crunchy, nasty no, fucking old bread. Is perfect. They've been doing the same recipe. The, the spaghetti and meatball soup. Like you look at it, and you're well, like, I'm, I'm going to be hungry. When you think this. about going to an Italian restaurant, and you're like spaghetti and meatballs. You're like, mm, how good is the spaghetti and meatballs going to be? This is fucking good. I mean, like I saw a woman got the lasagna. and What you guys got? The lasagna was on like, point. Keeping it simple mm-hmm. is definitely not a bad way to go there. But then you get so you get all you can eat bread. You get a fucking great portion of the salad and meatballs. Delicious salad. And you get the fucking fra- the little cappuccino at the you end. You get a cappuccino at the end. Oh, that cappuccino Dude, is so good. It's so good. It's the best good. little cup of coffee. It's like hot chocolate, but, but coffee is so delicious. Dude, like, you already have, like, a really good, hearty, like, fantastic tasting meal and shit. And then, like, when you're all done, and, like, you're not necessarily wanting dessert, but you get this little cappuccino when you drink it. It's so fucking good. And delicious. Cool, though. You're just like, 
my heart's full. Like, it's <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. I mean, I, I, I'm over here like, I didn't know I needed that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's our, it's our absolute number one place to eat when we go to Vegas. And uh, I even brought back spaghetti meatballs in on a six-hour fucking road trip yeah. <laughs> for last night. <laughs> it's like, they're probably... Dude, quality food reheats well. Dude, the fucking macaroni and balls is delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's that's the spot. I love. I just I love when you love something and other people appreciate it like you do, or, or you don't go there and like, oh, the food really changed. Like the food's been the same for seventy five <laughs> fucking years. That's right. That's the awesome part. You know? So yeah, man, I, I love sharing good food with people. You know. Yeah, it was it was good. I was uh, <laughs> I was definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I've, been, I, I've been talking at you for years trying to get you to eat there, too. <laughs> That's what's funny. It just never worked out. Like, it was always like we were fucking procrastinating yeah, so long just, that we couldn't go, or like we're too hammered, yeah, or yeah, whatever. It sounds like, know, like the Italian sour, the but macaroni grill. Yeah, and you know what? When you see Batista's Hole in the Wall, I literally thought it was on my fucking Batista the actor, not like the oldest restaurant. I'm like, I'm not going to go to this actor's restaurant. It is. You didn't see him standing there? Yeah. Moving? Well, we hear like, this is like, he's, he's, trying, he's, he's just trying to get Zag nuts. Yeah, he's trying, <laughs> trying to get me to go to like the version of like Hard Rock Cafe Italia. Italia. Like, I'm like, it's no. not Bautista's, it's Bautista's. Yeah, I'm over here like, I'm not going to Toby Keith's Bar and Grill. <laughs> You're not, not going to that. fucking Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, I'm like, fuck that, dude. That's the problem with Vegas, dude. There's so many chain tourist traps and just like oh, just terrible like, fucking you know you can, go to Jimmy no you can go to jimmy you can go to jimmy put the shit on the walls garbage. you know yeah it's, yeah it's just like tchotchkes and shit yeah dude but yeah have like, you ever gone to shenanigans <laughs> yeah exactly dude there's another place in vegas uh, like it's uh we saw it on diners drive-ins and dives and it's, it's called forte it's a bulgarian tapas restaurant and it's hmm. way way off the strip it's in a strip mall and it's like Bulgarian food is basically Russian like folk food. Yeah, dude, some of the best fucking food I've ever eaten. It's just it's it's strange and it's like hearty, you know. Like they make this giant thing. It's like, what is it? Ketchup. You're like, so this something? is the kind of food you eat after a nuclear holocaust, and there's not dude, anything available. Dude, it's, it's fucking like you, you <laughs> like you like Basque food. Yeah, peasant food, man. It's just like Ooh. we had some bread, some spaghetti, with all this shit together. And we eat. But they have like make they make this giant piece of bread like. I don't know, the size of a fucking football, right? But mm. it's flat. And then it has pickled feta in it. What? It's it's good, dude. It's oh. really good, like feta cheese. Yeah. In the middle, like melted in the middle. And they bring it out, and they bring it out of the middle of a nuclear inferno. It's 10 billion <laughs> degrees. And they, they fucking set this thing down in front of you. And if you think of like a Danish, you know, it has like crispy on the outside and soft in the middle. Yeah. And then they take a fucking egg, and they crack it. And the egg cooks on the pickled cheese in the middle of the bread. Oh wow! And then they, you know, like they let it cook, and then they come in and fucking stir it up, dude. Oh my god, so good! So that's like the kind of place that sounds I love awesome. It oh, sounds pretty god. cool. To we'll see. have to eat at Forte one of these days. You gotta get that, and then they have like the sausage platter. It's just like all the different kinds of sausage. It's fucking, good. it's hearty, dude. It's hearty food. All the shit like that. It sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was like the best place we ate. I think. I mean, when we're on our way back, um, you know, kind of fast-forwarding, there was uh, fucking Juan, we're with it's me, Felipe, and Juan, and Juan, he's all, hey, Random uh, story. so I know we're going to, you know, head back soon, but I was Juan, wondering... Wait, if Juan can, who never changes plans, or is, like, late, or anything, never does anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Never. He's like, um, I was wondering if you can give me a ride hey. to this auction house that's Did we forget to tell Juan there was a podcast again today? Probably. <laughs> I noticed he's not here. Yeah. And uh, so he's, I'm like, what the fuck are you going to go to auction house for? He's Sorry. all, well, my dad bought a vehicle at auction and he needs me to drive it back. And I'm like, why the fuck would your dad buy a random vehicle at auction knowing you're here and wants you to drive it back? He's all, I don't know what he just did. And I'm like, what did he buy? He's all, a Hyundai Elantra. I'm like, why the fuck would he buy a Hyundai Elantra? <laughs> and he's like, oh, he owns a used car dealership. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know this. So... I'm like, well, I guess, even though it's 20 minutes in the that opposite direction. From yeah. So, yeah. I know. I was like, what the fuck does that do with you? And so, but I'm like, and it's 20 minutes in the opposite direction of where we're going. And I'm like, fuck it, dude, I'll give you a ride. So I give him a ride up, up north. And I'm thinking, like, uh, this fool is, like, connected to the fucking, like, Mexican mafia. He's going <laughs> to murder us in the fields. Because there was nowhere out there. <laughs> there was nowhere out there. I might drop him off. He ends up coming out, and he's like, hey, so uh, I need to go to a gas station. He's all, because one of the tires is low. But he said, like, this. 
I really need to go to a gas station because the tires are low. <laughs> and they have no gas. They have, like, no fucking gas. So, like, they don't give you a full ticket gas on the house. It's not, like, a fucking dealership. They just give you what's in there. So, um, I'm like, all right, dude, well, let's meet up in Prim, and then you can do everything there. Like, you should be good to Prim. So, he's like, all right. But I'm like, let's go. That's a long fucking drive, 20 minutes north of Vegas to Prim. Yeah. That's a solid, I was like, like, I was like you'll, 65, 70. I'm like, you'll be fine. He's <laughs> like, you'll be fine. That's a big fucking I would Okay, never listen to Jesse when he <laughs> says you're going to be fine without gas. Yeah. Like, Jesse will push that shit like Kramer. To the <laughs> <very> <laughs> <limit>. <laughs> so, but I'm like, hey, let's go eat first. So we drive back kind of into Vegas, and I found this, like, random, it was supposed to be, like, an authentic fucking uh, pizza place. Um, we go into this pizza place, it's kind of off the strip. Dude, it was legit. It was like some brick oven bullshit. They brought, uh, the service was fucking good. That was some of the best pizza. Oh, shit. I had fucking had. Like, it was really good. Honestly, like, the pizza place, and this is kind of like skipping ahead to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but we ate some pizza (laughs) when we left the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu thing, and that shit was good, but this fucking place in Vegas was better. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, that was, um... It's funny. I have this. Uh, <laughs> we're we were in Hawaii once, and um, we, we went out shark diving on the North Shore of Oahu. And uh, my mom and dad and all the kids and us, you know, they were pretty young. We went out and like jumped in a cage with sharks. Mm-hmm. And all of us except for Johnny, fucking barfing, throwing up on the boat. Just everybody's seasick as fuck, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole time. Get back, and we're like, you know, finally starting to calm down and shit like that. And everybody's like, you guys ready to eat something to eat? And the first time we found was some random pizza place. It was literally the best food that any humans ever consumed. <laughs> it was like Jesus set it on the plate in front of you. you know? So we always call it our, like, oh, man, this is like my shark pizza. We call it shark, shark pizza. Because you know? yeah. <laughs> it was just like, man, it just everything was was perfect that day. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes you just find the right shit at the right time, and it's just like the most divine thing you've ever consumed. Yeah, we were. It's usually pizza. That Dude, that place, it was fucking perfect. Like, the crust was good. The fucking toppings were amazing. Like. Everything tastes fresh. Like, it was really fucking good. I want a pizza's well done, too. Like, with your pepperoni, you know, like, curls up on the edges and a oh, little crispy. Like, dude, that's when the we were way pulling slices off, like, uh-huh. the cheese, it was just, like, walls well, Especially cheese, brick, or, like, up, brick oven. Like, it was just to, like, so stringy. Like, oh, I was like, holy oh, fuck, dude. Um, we're constantly having to cut the cheese, like, off of the fucking slice. To, oh. It was really cool. You notice now that you're eating better? You appreciate good food versus just quantity of food? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Uh, I I eat that. It's I'm like, really if I'm gonna eat it. that, like, it's gotta be worth well, it. Worth it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, all of a sudden, food has value that it didn't have before because you're like, well, shit. I mean, it's 900 calories either way. Do I want to have fucking Foster Freeze deep fried burritos? Yeah, three for a dollar. Basically, just the burritos from the fucking freezer aisle of fucking Albertsons. It used to be a, a what, Frosty King Atlanta. You get a burrito, a corn dog, and a hot dog for a dollar. Dude, it's it a fucking, on the east side, Frosty King. Yeah. You still get a corn dog and a burrito for like two bucks. The one on Auburn, it used to be a Taco Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same exact thing. It's um, a dive ass deep fried garbage yeah, bowl. It's there. <laughs> How much do you eat there now? Mm. Never. Heard. I, eat, I eat a salad there. It's a grilled chicken salad. Oh, okay. Cucumbers and fucking tomatoes. A little bit of lemon zest. Lemon zest. likes the best. Zest. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Um, I mean, as far as shot goes, like there were a lot of cool things that we had we had done. That like, I mean, like we always hit the normal booths, but there were a couple that um, that stood out. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I don't, did you ever go with us to? Um, it was downstairs, and uh, we went to that mirror safety that had the, oh. the the claw. That like if you caught yeah, 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 the yeah, bear three yeah, yeah. times, you could possibly win a fucking. Like, oh, the bear three times? No, we were trying to. What were we trying? We did another claw machine somewhere. It was a claw machine. If you were trying three to things, win, you would optic? get a fuck. You would win a no. You win a gas mask. Remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have been to that one before, but we went to a different one when I was there oh. this, this time. Remember, we were trying to win. What it? What did uh, Felipe almost got like a fucking red dot optic or something? I can't remember. Oh fuck! I'm something cool out of there. Well, there, there was one claw that, like, I'm like, this fucking thing not going to pick up. Oh, it was an optic, but, like, dude, the fucking claw was so limp. It like, was. there was no way. It was like like a gay guy picking up a bowling ball. Dude, it was <laughs> fucking like, awful. Eh, this yeah. I'm like, this is fucking fixed. <laughs> but um, we went to this place called Mirror Safety, and, like, it had these little fucking fuzzy bears in there. And if you got one, they would give you, um, they were... Uh, FDA approved uh, thyro safe potassium iodide tablets. Mm. 
nuclear and, disasters. Yeah, so they would give you those. Turns would, out that's not true. <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, they were giving them out. I've got, I've got, I've got those in my bug out back. <laughs> yeah, they, they're like, they're like twenty, twenty-five bucks online. But oh, like, sure. if you got one of them, they would give you that. If you got two, mm-hmm. um, they would give you the next thing up, which I think one uh, got two, and it was a um, gas mask filter. Oh shit! Um, like and then if you got, yeah, and if you got three, you actually got the whole gas mask. Um, none of us the only good part of the gas mask. Yeah, none of us won the fucking gas mask. Um, <coughs> the claw actually did work. They were just kind of positioned shitty to where like it was kind of hard to get all three in a row. I mean, that's that's but the they, whole game. You know right? what though? They would go in there like the, the, the girls that were doing the fucking thing. They opened it up and kind of like moved the bears. Up. They fluffed it up. So like, oh hey, I'm trying to make it easier for you, but you know, it's still pretty difficult. Um, so that's actually being shipped to us. Um, oh really? Yeah, the, the pills and then. Uh, I think one of the other things uh, we had done, like, pretty much every day we were there, at 11 and 2 o'clock, we would go to Aimpoint because they'd give out little mm-hmm. red tickets to try to win some swag, that which was, was a gun fun. or an optic Yeah, or you could whatever. sign up. You could sign up and win a gun, and, and there was problems signing on to the goddamn site. Yeah. Because they gave away a fucking 454 Casul. Yeah, if anybody knows what that is, it's the world's largest revolver caliber <laughs> dude it's like a fucking elephant round out of it like a five round revolver it's wild i'd love to have one it's it, it's like a desert eagle but for men oh <laughs> dude, it's crazy it's like, and then they get you have to give away two guns every hour or, or well, well, at 11 contest. and 2 o'clock they yeah. give away a different gun fucking crazy dude two guns every at, a, every at 11 o'clock and at 2 o'clock and each of those giveaways, they would also give away oh, one, one, uh, like two different kinds of red dots. Yeah, they give away like a rifle sight and then like a pistol sight, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went to the first one on Tuesday before I got there. Yeah. You did the drawing with the aim point. How'd you do? Um, the first day I didn't win anything. Um, uh, yeah, you did. I thought it was the second day. It was the first day because I was still there. Oh, you were? Yeah, so the first day, um, uh, fucking, it was 11 o'clock, it, we didn't win anything, but like what it was is like, so they give away a ticket, and like you kind of walk around. There's a around bunch of people passing around tickets. Like oh, a bunch of women. there's a bunch of people giving away tickets, but there's also a bunch of people going to everybody, like there were multiple people that had multiple tickets, and um, so uh, what, you know, me and Felipe are doing the same thing, and because uh, they said, they're like, just get one ticket. Yeah, everybody. And a lot of people, a lot of people did that. A Some lot of the people. smarter people. Yeah, Got so them. Um, so they're calling all these numbers, and Joe, he won fucking, like, a, a gun yeah. cleaning kit. You won a, glen- a gun cleaning kit, and then... <laughs> I was um, the first one to win something, I think, right? And then, yeah, you claimed that, and then you won another one, which is, like, a, a giveaway had, bag. Like, they had the beer chain, and, like, some other stuff, and, like, a little goodie bag, and I think he gave that, he gave that to Juan to claim. I gave, yeah, yeah, and then... And then at 2 o'clock, it went back, and um, they called my name, and I ended up winning a fucking Acro P2 Red Dot Reflex site. I was like, dude, when people win those things, seriously. The one guy that won, like, when I was there, oh. he was like, oh, cool. Yeah, he's like, they're like, hello, is it? They're calling the number three times. They just come walking up like, oh, to me. Right? When they called my name, I was like, yes! Dude, Justin's like on the prices right. He was I was like, whoa! I come over here, like, I fucking lifted it up like it was a baby. Like, whoa! <laughs> I was all excited. They gave me my bag, and I was looking through it, and I'm like, oh, beer pass for tomorrow, or for tonight. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be here. Jesse, yeah. you can have the beer pass. And then I was like, oh, an aim point hat. Oh, I got one of these yesterday at the ranch. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, like everything in there. I gave everything away, including the bag that everything came in. Yeah. From, from aim point. All it goes is cleaning kit. <laughs> but while we were there, there was an author. They brought an author up. Yeah. Uh, I've got shit. I should have brought his book up. He's the, uh, author, he's the of, author of Gray Man, and his name is Mark Greeny. Yeah. Oh, Mark Greeny. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. So he, he's written 11 books. If you've seen it on, is it Amazon? It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Gray Man starring Ryan Gosling. I actually watched it. It was pretty good. And uh, Chris Evans. Apparently it's not the same. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. yeah. I think the books probably, the books are almost always better. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh God, I've been rewatching the fucking Terminal List. I like Terminal List, dude. Jack Carr is my favorite in that genre. You just don't like no, fucking what's his no. face. No, I'm trying to like Chris Pratt. Pratt, um, and I do like him. I just I haven't liked a character that he's played yet. And 
And I'm watching the terminal list, and I've read every book religiously. I'm a huge Jack Carr fan, and I love the books. I read the audiobooks. I read the book and the audiobook. <coughs> I'm watching it, and I'm just like, why did they fuck the story up so fucking egregiously? I mean, why did they... I'm like, you, you know when they... I get that they change things from a movie. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're like, why did they fucking change it from this to this? You know what I mean? Like, it, the, the change makes... It's just change for change. Thing. Well, so, um, kind of with that in mind, The Last of Us is a very good video game that's on PlayStation. Okay. Probably one of the best games I fucking played. And they made a uh, show that's on Pedro Netflix. Pedro Pascal. Has, and he's fucking great Robo-Fet, in it. right? Yeah. He's great in it. Um, I'm at a point in the show. I'm at a point in the show where they're traveling to try to find uh, the main character's brother, and in the process, they end up getting stuck in 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 the the actual game. They get stuck in Pittsburgh. Okay, but they changed it to Kansas City, and they changed certain stuff about it. it. Was it a filming thing that made it? Yeah, I think they were kind of like, well, we could work with this. It's kind of more realistic for what we were doing. So, like, it's it's kind of, like, in the route of where they could have gone as a possibility. And so, like, that's what we had to work with. And some of the characters are still kind of the same and stuff. But, like, certain situations that take place in the game are tweaked. And you're like, well, like just like you're saying, like, did they change stuff for the sake of change? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? It's just, it like... It drives me crazy, like... Well, I mean, the terminal list, little things, like, they describe the, the Katie Murnack or whatever, right? The reporter... So mm-hmm. the Asian girl? Yeah. She's not Asian in the book. Did you just make her Asian to make her Asian? And she has a totally different backstory. Like, in the in this, she's a Chinese immigrant. Mm-hmm. And in the book, her dad is like a Russian immigrant. And in further books down the line, you find out that she's really into James Reese and helping him because her dad was rescued from the Soviet Union by his dad. It was a CIA agent, so this family has, like, a blood debt to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. why would you change this fact that's totally immaterial for the story that you've shown on TV just to make her Asian when it's going to fuck up the rest of the story down the line? Right. Like, it drives me crazy. And it has to be Russian because when you read the books, you find out that his dad was killed by a Russian agent. And in one of the books, he's hunting the Rus- Russians that killed his dad, and one of them has his fucking watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, it's shit like that. It's like, god damn it! it it's like once you I, change that major plot point, it cha- like it has a ripple. Yeah, 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 dude, it's, like, it's like it's like in uh, Avengers Endgame, right? When when yeah. the fucking uh, the the what's it, the ball chick, you know, it's like showing him the timeline, and it's right. like if we take the Infinity Stone now, you know, well, it's but, almost like in like Ashton Kutcher's Butterfly Effect, exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So they got the well, I mean, it's a, a gradient of deviation from the line, right? Yeah, for so, sure, math probability. But, um, yeah, I just fucking, I, I hate the terminal list series. I really do. Fucking hate it. It's terrible. But, I mean, just, it was still cool that any point had that dude there. He was super cool to me. The dude from Greyman? He, he was, was really down there. He was giving everybody a fucking book. Who wanted he was, like, one. joking with us and shit. Signed the book. We, we had were, a bunch of pictures with him. I was fucking with Felipe. He got all these fucking silly photos of him. He didn't was, know what to do. He's like, no, it wasn't dude, look. It was hilarious because they go, hey, I'm an author. I'm going to be signing. And Jesse just goes, he just leaves immediately and gets in line. I'm like, this motherfucker's thinking two steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got over there. Felipe stepped up, dude. Felipe looked like, he looked like Ricky Bobby when he didn't know what to do with his hands. (laughs) He he, like got lost for a second. It was so close. That was pretty funny. And yeah, uh, yeah, dude, he was just sort of standing there and then you started making fun of him. I started making fun of him and the author started making fun of him. It was super fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently the gray man, if you, if you watch that movie, which I'd say it's entertaining, it's good. Um, that's the first out of 11 books. So I, I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe starting that series on audible. Yeah, you know, just reading through that. That'd be my next. My next. I'm trying to find something good to listen to on the road. Uh, Sounds cool. <clears throat> yeah, me. I, I mean, after I won the, I got to meet him, and I got the site. I'm like, all right, what do I do with the site now? You know, I look it up on online, and I, I it's like six hundred dollars for the site. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put this thing in my fucking work gun. But they haven't, uh, they haven't like made a policy on like what you can do, like with like adding stuff to your gun. So I gotta wait like a couple of weeks, I guess, until they kind of figure that shit out. But at any rate, the motherfucking shit's going on my gun. I'm super hyped about it. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I'm gonna see if at the same time I can get a fucking tack light put on it because 
I'll have to have like some sort of larger holster that's got to compensate for the you the know RMR. The one thing that usually <clears throat> well RMR they'll they'll do a cut on the top. Well, they'll have to do it to my gun, or they'll have to no, do it's already got it. Well, they'll have a holster. Your holster just has to be cut down a little bit. I don't. I mean, I don't know what. I, they they give us a whole different holster. Yeah, but the uh, I know that one, I was just looking at holsters today. I just ordered a new holster because mine broke. But um, the TLR six mm-hmm. is pretty ubiquitous. The Streamlight TLR six is what I have on both yeah. my guns. It's like one hundred and thirty bucks. Uh, they're ninety nine bucks unless you want a laser, and then it's extra. Like so, like yeah, my, I don't my M- I, don't, I didn't either. It was all they had for the MP, so I have a laser on that, which is actually cool. And then uh, uh, on my Glock, it's just a flashlight. But you know, finding I, I had both my holsters custom made, which is kind of expensive. But now I went to like We the People holsters, mm-hmm. and they've got every gun you want. And then if you have a TLR six on it, they've got one for that too, Sweet. for fifty fucking dollars, which is cheap dude yeah so um yeah yeah dude so just looking at uh certain like tlr6 tlr7s are also pretty ubiquitous but they're the like kind of bigger rounder mm-hmm. uh, well and then like you know kind of going with the theme of winning shit is when we we're walking around all these different booths we ended up at uh compliant and technologies and it was usually it was in the same room where for a few years london bridge trading company would have their booth uh-huh. right and so we're walking past. And oh, that's right. It like, wasn't there this time. Yeah, this guy's demonstrating like this this glove, oh you know. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, like it incapacitates people, but it has and it doesn't result in any injuries and like you know or loss of motor function, blah blah blah. But it does make people comply." And you're watching, and like he does it, some like little skinny fucking little bonehead kid. And they're talking about it as being it's not an electrical charge that enters your body. It is an electrical charge that. Goes across your skin and your brain interprets it as being a shock. Yeah, I I, I didn't under I I was like it was some big brain shit, shit, dude. It was some big brain shit. Like it's sending signals to your brain that it hurts, and but you it react, doesn't actually hurt. You react accordingly, but it's not actually causing any it's injury not causing to your any, Well, I mean, but neither does <laughs> neither does a taser on your skin. It doesn't cause like an. No, it does. It burns you and oh, it causes it? scar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's crazy, dude. It, it, it's. Yeah, we were both kind of skeptical, and I'm well, like, "This is kind of super to, high they, they did it to some little small dude, right? You're like, oh, like he fucking like. Well, I watched. Over. I watched him do it to a girl, and her knees buckled, and she stood back up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, it can't be that bad, she right?" Was, but women have a different kind of pain tolerance, dude. Well, so I'm like, uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this seems like some little bitch ass shit." I was like, "I'm trying to get one of like these guys to do it, Joe or fucking Felipe," and everybody's like, "Nobody doing that fucking shit." And they're like, <laughs> like "You I do it." And I'm like, I'm like, like "I don't mind doing it. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to get one of you motherfuckers to do it." They're like, you won't do it. And I'm like, I, I don't care. And they're like, you do it. So I was like, whatever, dude, I'll fucking do it. And uh, so I go up there. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking do the demonstration. The guy's like, oh, you're down? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So he starts doing another demonstration. Everybody's gathering around. This dude's putting it, like, what's basically, it felt like a fucking snow glove because it's kind of puffy. Mm-hmm. He, grabs, he grabs my arm, and I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm going to resist this motherfucker. Like, if I can resist it, I'm going to resist it to make it full of dumb. Like, for real. And... As soon as that shit turned on, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude. Like, it was you went the down, fucking. You went down like me dropping my Starbucks when I'm really thirsty. Dude, and my, I mean, my arm fucking dead, hurt bro. so fucking bad. <laughs> it hurt so Jesse's, Jesse's tough and is, is hard to apply any sort of pain compliance techniques just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Like, you're way more difficult than most people. And you buckled. I was Shop. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, I said, I'm pretty, yeah. that's exactly what, what I said. But the thing that was nice about it is that, like, like a taser, so a taser, two taser probes hit you, depending on, like, if they're if they're more narrow and not spread out, like, it doesn't have as good an effect as opposed to if the probes are spread out across the lower and upper half of your body to get, like, a good, a good connection. But when the taser hits, you basically are incapacitated and a desirable effect. You basically turn into fucking stone and tip over. So if you have a lot of momentum going one way, you're going to hit that way fucking hard. And you're not going to be able to keep yourself from falling. You're just going to fall like in a fucking plank. And it, usually the fall is what you result what results in injury. You go fucking face because you're all concrete. that body weight and momentum into something hard. Which well, just think about like when people somebody's dropped in a fight. It's not usually the punch. I mean, the punch knocks them out. Yeah, but it's the the collision and the the earth that yeah. fucks them up. I mean. So the taser does that, and that's what, like, is, I guess, not a desirable thing as far as, like, incapacitating somebody, but then it's also causing, like, a, a level of unnecessary force when it's supposed to be. I mean, it's injuring force, but, like, in, 
in an ideal situation, you're not really fucking them up. You're just trying to get them. Yeah, but it's, it, it's sort of it's sort of a situation like if you pepper sprayed somebody in the middle of the freeway and they run from a truck. Right. right. I mean, yeah. So they're, 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 they're in a fucking tree. You pepper spray them and they right. fall off and fucking. Right. Run. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so tasers are like kind of. I mean, I I I get how they they're supposed to work and they work pretty well. They do work like, fucking great. Just from what I see on TV, and I'm like, half the time people are just like fucking shrug them off. Like, well, the new ones, mm-hmm. not so much. I've seen somebody fucking get tasered, dude, and they shit their pants. The, fam- the famous video of the guy getting shot. Have you seen the, the, the guy in cops, the black guy? And he's like, he's, he's got the white beater shirt, and he's holding a cigarette in his hand. <laughs> and you know, he gets shocked, and he just looks right at the camera, and he flicks a cigarette, and he goes, I'm going to give you a bitch. <laughs> that's funny. It's fucking classic. Yeah, that's crazy. I'd be like, oh, no. Um, yeah, I saw This it's fucking okay. thing worked really well. So what I didn't know is I was just trying to prove to my boys that I could fucking do this, and it wasn't a big deal. And it was great video. Yeah, it was great video. They recorded me. and uh, But afterward, they're like, oh, I'm so going to pop up on their Instagram. They're like, are you going to put your name in the raffle? And I'm like, what raffle? They're like, oh, yeah, if you give us one of your business cards, let's put it in the bowl, and then we'll do a drawing at the end of the shot show, and then, like, you know, you can win something. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a business card. I'm like, can I just write my name on a piece of paper or something? They're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So I go find a piece of paper, write my fucking name, phone number on there, whatever, throw it in the fucking bowl. Well, um, Joe left Wednesday evening? Uh, Tuesday right? evening. Yeah, Tuesday evening. And then uh, me, Juan, and Felipe, we stayed until... Uh, we stayed until Thursday, but we left kind of like Thursday afternoon. So, oh, I was back in town fucking Friday, you know? Right. And uh, well, I get a call fucking Friday at like 11 o'clock, like 11, 12 o'clock. I'm at Best Buy looking at fucking headsets. And um, I try to answer the call, but I get shitty cell reception in there. But then a voicemail pops up and it's like, hey, this is so-and-so from fucking, you know, Compliant Technologies. You won our raffle, you got the bottle of bourbon, so, like, if you can get down here before 4 o'clock, we're going to send you a text here in a little bit, and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so, when I'm trying to, like, replay it back so that I can, like, write the information down, I delete the fucking message. I was like, no! But then, like, five minutes later, I tried, and I couldn't figure it out. Five minutes later, I get the text. And so, oh, it's so-and-so from Compliant Technologies, you won the thing, like, and I text them back, like, hey, I tried to answer your call. I'm getting the city cell reception. This is, you know, um, try to call me back or whatever. So they do they call <coughs> me back. And then I'm like, hey, uh, I'm I'm actually not at the show right now. I'm outside the show and I'm probably not going to be coming back. I'm trying to make it sound like I'm, I'm disposed doing work, right? right, right, right. And they're like, oh. And, and I'm like, hey, so um, I have a buddy that's still at the show. Can I just let him know that I won this and, you know, I'll let you know who's coming and they can pick it up for me? He's all, yeah, that'll work. He's all, so if they can come before 4 o'clock, you know, just let me know who it's going to be, blah, blah, blah. So, wrap it the fuck up. Uh, Scott had met us there from uh, US Airsoft, and uh, I tried to give him a ring, but he didn't fucking answer. So I was like, fuck, dude, I need somebody to pick this shit up. Where's Goose? So, because he wouldn't stop calling the whole fucking time. Oh, dude, he blew us up like the whole fucking time <laughs> we were there. But then I call him, and he didn't answer. So um, I, I'm i like, okay, who else is there who's reliable? And I'm like, Alan. Who's an Asian? <laughs> so I'm like, Alan Lau from fucking uh, Crytax slash Chris Group. So um, I message him, and I'm like, dude, give me a call. He called me, like, immediately. He called me, and I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, can you do me this favor? I won this fucking raffle. It, I think it's this expensive bottle of bourbon that I fucking put in at this other raffle. I'd really appreciate it being pick it up. I'll figure out the logistics of coming to get it, because I know he lives in Irvine. And, uh... He's like, all right, you know, cool, no problem. So, like, he goes and picks it up within, like, a half hour of me calling him. Sends me a photo. It was a different bourbon than I won, but bourbon's bourbon, baby, you know? So Free bourbon, definitely free bourbon. Yeah, so, um, but he, he had it for me, and then, like, we were going to work out, like, going down there at some point to go pick it up. And then, you know, as it turns out, you know, with uh, Joe's uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament taking place in Cerritos and him living in Irvine, it only being an hour away, like, he was totally willing to fucking bring it to me, which is fucking clutch man dude, like, i wouldn't watch totally campus to bring something to you dude yeah he, he fucking came through man like that's uh, pretty awesome really appreciated Solid that like guy. he did all that for me did, um, did you go to you went to the chris booth obviously because i was there 10 minutes after you uh the, the chris group booth because yeah. they didn't have a crytech they didn't have crytech i mean they had crytech represented at e-mike this year mm-hmm. they, they didn't have a crytech area crytech area and by the way, the bourbon is fantastic. Thank you. Oh, wow. I am enjoying it greatly. Yeah, it's good. Um, I didn't realize that Alan designs the hardware that goes on both the the firearm 
and the airsoft gun, and they're interchangeable for the Chris Vectors oh. and for the A4s that are the M4s that they make. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he designs all that stuff. That's badass. I know, dude. I'm like, oh. man, I knew he, I knew he oh, had his hand in the Crytek side, but Ooh. I didn't know he did the real firearm side. You're pretty small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, their shit's pretty much interchangeable. They don't make like an airsoft stock. They make a stock, and it actually can go on either one. Mm. So <clears throat> kind of cool. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. You know, what's uh, funny is uh, you know, it's the kind of on point for this is that one. I think you'd already left. It might have been Wednesday night. Um, we're playing beer pong out there. Again, uh, again, which is at the all bird bar and the pool. We end up going to Vegas while we're there. It's playing beer pong, which is hilarious. Uh, some dude comes over, some Asian guy. He comes over and he's all, "Hey, uh, you know, can we, you know, can I play uh, just a little like, bit with you guys?" He's like, "Cause I'm gonna go across the street to like some like techno show or whatever." And he would overheard that like I was an officer or something like that. And he's all, "Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a competition shooter from Canada." He goes, but I'm also fucking Royal Canadian Mounted Police, RCMP. and I'm part of some fucking special unit, whatever. Oh, shit. And, uh, he, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, me and Felipe uh, were fucking cops and stuff. And so he, he's all, oh, but you guys do airsoft, too? And he's like, yeah. So he's telling us that um, the oh, RCMP, this is guy, okay. no, the RCMP no, guy right. was, like, asking me questions about airsoft. This was, and, at shot, this was at Beer Pong, not at Shot Truck. Yeah, at Beer Pong. Oh, so I misunderstood this part of the story. So he's asking me, like, hey, man, like, do you know if, like, uh, you know, the MP5s that are made by, like, Elite Force or Umarex, like, if they, um, if the manufacturer they use is, like, a, like a uh, you know, manufactured by, like, an actual arms manufacturer, or is it, like, manufactured by some other place? And I was like, as far as I know, it's manufactured by VFC, which is like a different company, and it's not like a real firearms company, but no. they do make reliable products, blah, blah, blah. No, but it's not what, what he's asking is, because one of the AKs, who is it? Uh, is it? No, he was asking about the MP5. No, 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 but think about it. One of the AKs is made, which one is really good? LCT, and what's the other really good one? You know? You know. One of those is made in the same factory with the actual firearm. Just the frame. Just the, yeah, the important part, the receiver, right? Not the internals. So. No, but the receiver itself is made like in the same factory. So I bet what he was getting stamp steel. I bet what he's getting at is is any of this interchangeable with a real firearm. Well, that's so that's what he was asking, asking, and I was like, no, I was like it's not like interchangeable as far as I'm aware. Like, there's no internal parts that are the same metal kind of stuff. Way. And he's just like, oh, well, um, we were doing some testing and stuff like that, and we were able to like interchange like parts from like real MP5. What to a pin? To this, well, like to this gun, and uh, we got it to shoot in full auto sustain. And I'm like, oh well, because initially he Wait, told so me you were modifying a firearm to make it a full. Well, auto. So well, then I could do that without an airsoft gun. Well, right, but he, <laughs> he, was, he was saying that like he had changed it to where um, it could shoot real ammunition. And I look at him like, yeah, what? It blow up in your fucking hand when you shot it once. You know, I'm like, these frames aren't meant to sustain that kind of stress. No fucking way. And and he's like, it did. Oh, and well, I'm like, a lower, a lower well, receiver, I mean, it's made up, there's no pressure on a lower receiver. Right, but he's like, oh, well, it did, it shot sustained auto fire and blah, 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 blah. That's why we're trying to make them illegal in Canada. And I'm like, dude, I'm like. Wait, but it, you had to put a real barrel in. Well, and he's like, but he's like, you know, I don't necessarily like the laws, but like, that's the way, you know, like, people are voting for this shit, you know, he's also, I can only, you know, kind of enforce what's going on here and whatever. And, like, he was, like, well, don't come to me asking fucking well, questions. He exchanged emails with me. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, could you hit me up and, like, you know, so I could ask you some more questions about this? And, and oh, I'm like, you're yeah, gonna be, sure. You're going to be an airsoft snitch. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never hit him up because I'm like, essentially what he wants me to do is try to confirm stuff for him. Because I was like, right, he's, all, you're he's, an all, insider. he's all, who do you know in airsoft? I'm like, uh, who don't I know in airsoft? Yeah. I know fucking everybody. And he's just like, oh, like, he's, he's, he's working you as a CI. Dude, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm not fucking. I was like, no. Like, that's not. What was his name? Uh, <laughs> Let's front him out right here on the show. Yeah, yeah fuck, yeah, I don't yeah, remember. I'm it was real clean. to play some of his name, though. He actually he gave, me his real, he gave me his real number. <laughs> they, they, they've got a fucking job. To do, and, and I mean, law enforcement has to do their job, right? Yeah. You can't pick and choose which laws you're going to enforce, but sometimes, like, ATF agents and shit like that, they just, like, I feel so sorry for the Canadians, man. They're they're so, they don't understand that they're under a totalitarian regime. 
Yeah, it's fucking weak. They're, they're just they're just frogs in a pot, dude. That temperature's getting hotter and hotter. hotter. They're just like, oh, I'm just gonna, yeah. gonna get my free fucking health care. Argentina fucking turning into fucking socialist shit, dude. Well, I mean, they kind of already are, but... Yeah. I mean, we're not far behind. <laughs> getting there. It sure feels like it. Jesus Christ, but, how about that balloon? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, can we... we, we Fuck. You want to talk about that in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu podcast? <laughs> I, was like, was, I just yeah. have to say, that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. I mean, I've seen some ridiculous shit over the last No, that was crazy. Days. Honestly, like, the whole thing with the fucking balloon, the minute we found out that shit hit our own airspace, <sighs> should have been blown out of the fucking sky. Oh, it might fall in San Francisco. And how, our chances. how did we not pick it up on some sort of radar before it even got over the continental U.S.? Really? It's the size of three fucking school buses? Did you hear, did you hear the, the newest You know, thing? and what, what gets me is, like, as a United States measurement, why are we measuring it in school buses? Like, can we just say, like, square feet? See, this is what Brian, our Canadian friend, always <laughs> says. Americans will do anything to not, not fucking measure in metric. Yeah. It's yeah. like, this thing was like 1,072 sets of roller skates together. <laughs> like, what the hell? By the way, because we're reading some article, and it's all, it was two and a half whales long. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. Yeah, so, dude, I had, I had fun at SHOT Show. I mean, I felt like uh, it gets a little redundant. There's a lot of cool stuff to see. If you see everything, you'll see some really cool stuff. But if you go to the main attractions, you're just like, huh, look, an M4. Ooh, an AK. Ooh, an M4. Ah, MP5. Like, you're going to see so many M4s. Like, I can only look at so many Gucci'd out M4s that, like, I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Or, I, I mean, I like pistols, but it's like, how many fucking pistols can I look? You just like, get mad at all the shit you can't own. That's part of this it. Day that's part of it. I know. I, <laughs> I wish we just had, uh, in California, I wish we could just have uh, threaded barrels. They could even be fake threaded barrels just because they look cool. You know, the little yeah. cap you put on the hand. It just looks so much cooler. It does. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, that show. was Shot Show 2023. Yeah. All right. Pretty tight. It's awesome. Lots of fun. Won all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It was lucky Shot Show. Okay. Oh, I, I ran into another author. Uh, Steven's son. Uh, he was the chief of police of the Capitol Police during the January 6th riot. He wrote a book called Under Siege and Outnumbered 58 to 1 on January 6th. The name of it is a long title. But, so I'm walking through Shacho and uh, I'm just fucking around, like looking at my phone, you know, doing whatever, walking through. And somebody goes, Hey, you want to meet an author? And I was like, Ooh, me? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know who this guy was talking to. He kind of grabs me by the arm. He goes, hi, this is Steven. And I was like, hey, Steven, how's it going? I'm so, like a guy standing there in a suit. Yeah. And he's all, like, you'd read my book. <laughs> it's about January 6th. This is not some political ha hit job. This is what really happened. I was there. We had no support. And he like goes through his whole spiel about it. And I was yeah. like, oh, I think I've heard you on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like stalling for time. Like. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. What's he talking about? <laughs> like trying to seem knowledgeable. He's like, would you like a book? I'm like, hey, yeah, because I'm going to read it. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Interesting, because I'm like, wait a minute. Is this guy fucking cool cop guy? Or is this guy a piece of shit guy? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. which one is he? <laughs> I, could, I can't tell. I'm not sure if he's a piece of shit, like weak ass cop, or if he was really in danger. I don't know. Is he like AOC? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna err on not needed. Just saying. I mean, there's that one video of the black cop being like chased up the stairs, and I'm like, I don't really think they were chasing it. This is my subjective opinion. I don't think they were chasing it as much as running they up the stairs. They made him a hero, dude. They said that he diverted them away from an area where people were I, meeting. I feel like they weren't chasing them up the stairs. I feel like they were running up the stairs, and he was running up the stairs. But had he stopped, they would have ran past him up the stairs because they weren't really going. Yeah. That's yeah. just the take. Because, I mean, I've been around angry crowds before. They didn't see that angry. Yeah. A bunch of, like, recreational protesters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. That's the weirdest of SHOT Show, though. You could just, like, one year we turn around and hey, that's a fucking pimp my ride. Exhibit was standing there, right? We're like yeah. talking to him. And shit. There was one year they're like, "Hey, you want to meet a fucking World War II veteran <laughs> who was actually in Easy Company and was that was inspired by Band of Brothers no and shit. won a fucking Medal of Honor?" I'm like, uh, "Yes, <laughs> did yeah. fucking this year? Him, like no, this was a couple of years back. Like, oh, that's cool. It was at a random booth across yeah. from uh, uh, Blue Tactical. 
This old man was like 90 years old and shit, but totally fucking sharp. Oh, dude, I've, uh, I met <clears throat> last year, I was walking around. And went I'm over here like, I'm over here the biggest fan, Easy Company is fucking the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I love World War II. You guys I was like, is like, Shifty Power still alive? <laughs> I, I was glad America won. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beckett, Knife and Tool. Big mm-hmm. uh, uh, was just went to a little knife booth, dude, like as big as this thing holding my TV here. Wide, you know, like an easy up wide, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking to this old man, I'm like, oh man, this, this old guy's been around knives a little bit. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. I'm gonna listen, you know. Talking to him, and then I'm like, look at his name tag, I'm looking at the name of the company, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I have a I have a, a K bar Beckett BKT knife, like design knife, you know. I'm like, oh, this guy's a famous fucking. Was, I was like. He designed these, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah. I've been making knives for like 80 years, you know? <laughs> I was pretty badass, too. Yeah. That, that's the thing about SHOT Show is you can run into people at booths, and there's a million fucking cool-ass celebrities that go to SHOT Show. Yeah. You know, people that are Second Amendment-minded. So. That's, uh, like, we saw Hoist Gracie there two, two years ago? Yeah, Ted Nugent. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I mean, we met everybody from Duck Dynasty and, and Ben didn't. <laughs> that was super funny. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get this for bed. No, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> but the best part was not only did you troll them like that, and then afterwards when we were standing there going through our swag, and they just came and stood by us and talked to us for like ten minutes. Yeah, just on their way out of the show. Like, oh, those guys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool man. Well, Shotcher 2023. Thanks for listening. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Or hopefully, we'll do it next year under our actual new banner. Yeah, it's in the books. Okay. Don't ask, ask us any more fucking questions about it, all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Peace out, yo. See ya. Thanks for bringing the whiskey, dude. I didn't have any alcohol. I mean, I have some wine bottles in my mouth, but. I didn't think. I actually uh, was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna. No, I, I was like, what, what do I bring? What do I bring? And I was like, fuck, like, some of the stuff is open or some of it we like, drank before or whatever. So I was just like, alright, what do I have? And then I was like, oh, fuck, I have the this bottle. So I will, uh, we're going out to Santa Paula to camp this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try and pick up a bottle specifically for the podcast. And we can crack it on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Let's all start doing, dude, because we're always camping. Like we have a um, a wine club membership over at, at Santa Margarita. We always get bottles like I know you like white wine now. I'll get, yeah, I'll get a. Uh, we've got some good Chardonnay. That's fun. Twenty one bucks a bottle. Pretty cheap. Chardonnay's pretty cheap, but oh, it's a delicioso. We'll start this shit. Let's do it. <laughs>